Hey everybody, it's Jerry at the Fledge. Welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. Today on the show, we have our new friend, Mila Lin, with the mind of Mila. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Ready yeah. for the day. <laughs> it looks like you're ready for the day. Uh, your uh, your shirt's really popping out at me uh, to begin with. So what's up with the fuck off shirt today? Yeah, you know, I'm really like, over these last couple of years, I feel like America and other countries have become very PC. And I just, I'm I'm a very vulgar girl. And I like to like, fuck, you know, tell fuck off. Like, I don't <laughs> have to say it. My shirt says it. I'm really friendly, but... Like, don't piss me off. Fuck off. <laughs> I, I like it a lot. Um, do you think that's uh, you? You just came back from London uh, around the time I think the pandemic hit. Uh, what do you think that had an influence on you saying fuck off? Because fuck off means something there. Yeah, I mean, well, fuck off means like go fuck yourself. But I guess I'm still I'm still finding little pieces of things that I've picked up from over there that I don't realize are like not American slang. Um, like I will say like, oh, are you taking a piss? And people are like, what, Mila? And that means like, <laughs> oh, like, are you shitting me? Are you like, are you fucking with me or something? And, yeah. uh, and yeah, the piss means like to pee here and over there piss means, you know, not the same thing. <laughs> and we would be on the pit. Okay. So I spent a lot of time in Dubai with mm -hmm. a lot of British people. So, you know, being on the piss for the night means drinking all night or drinking beer and all of that too. Right. Yeah, like so, you, if you're pissed drunk, you know, like you're really drunk. But if yeah. you're pissed here, you're mad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and fuck off is a much softer phrase, I find, um, there. But I don't want to soften it here. Fuck off, everyone. I mean, we, <laughs> we can say that, too. I'm not trying to uh, make a uh, euphemism of your shirt at all. No, it's okay. So, so uh, I'm just now getting to know you. Um, studied you a little bit. I don't know um you know how much my crowd knows you so we'd love to get to know you a little bit will you tell us something about you and something about the the mind of mila well um the mind of mila is a really dark deep rabbit hole <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no um i actually grew up in lansing and then i moved away for a while i lived in miami for three and a half years uh spent six months in tampa and then the last six months i've been overseas in london and uh yeah i mean I've been an artist full time for two and a half years now. So that's really exciting for me. Mm. And I've only been back in Michigan since March, right? But I, I, like Lansing has welcomed me with open arms. I've been so busy. I know that everybody can say the same thing for their business, but it's to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to be like an octopus. I need more arms. I just can't do everything all the time. I, I feel like people made space for art when the pandemic, like it, they weren't so busy with the day-to-day -day hustle. Like it, like they had to slow down and it just magnified the art in the city. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, I, I heard about you. Um, I think probably the first was from the, uh, um, what is it? Uh, the soul nutrition on Washington. Um, I was walking by there and I saw something about you and then probably, you know, something with either, I think the artist umbrella or affiliate arts. Is that another yeah, or, opportunity? Arts, probably. Opportunity arts. Sorry. <laughs> Michael's going to kill me. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, yeah, it's been amazing how you kind of popped in the scene 
And then when I look at your stuff, I can see why. Okay. So are you, uh, are you doing well in Lansing from a, like a business perspective? Cause we, we talked a little bit about you going from a hobby to professional, um, mm-hmm. a few years ago, I think. Yeah, no, it's, it's been, I've been doing very well. I think when people, you know, whether you want to do the arts or whatever industry you want to get into, like as soon as you start taking yourself serious, other people don't have an option but to take you serious. If I tell you, this is what I create, these are my prices, and like either get with the program or don't, then people get with the program or they don't. And I think that people also like respect that as well. Um, This is something like specifically with the project I'm working on right now, I've seen like people just respect the fact that you show consistency in what you're doing, you know, and same, same for me when I have a friend, um, I have a friend who does like social media advising or another girlfriend who does, um, she's like an esthetician and she's opened a studio, <laughs> she opened a studio in the middle of the pandemic here in Lansing. And to be like consistent and continue to try to grow no matter what, like things get thrown at you, um, is, is really important. Uh, so yeah, Lansing has been wonderful to me. <laughs> so <laughs> you said you, you were, you were born and raised here, right? Not born, but uh, I was raised oh, here. But you were raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind if we ask where you were born? Yeah, I was born in Colorado Springs. All right. Um, th- are they close to the fires right now? Um, I'm not really that- sure. My my family that still lives out there, they live in Littleton. I'm not even heard anything about them being worried about the fires. So okay. They well, that's very, good. Like nonchalant about a lot of things. So like, I mean, they might have a fire next door and be like, "Well, it's not my house." So. <laughs> <laughs> um, where'd you go to high school? I went to Everett. So Everett. I did two years at Everett and then they started the early college program at LCC. And so I was still technically an Everett student, but I was full-time at LCC. So I went to Everett a long, long, long time before you did, <laughs> um, but only for one year. And then I went to Eastern for two years. Okay. So, um, so uh, you've got something going on tonight. You've got something going on November 4th. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so tonight there's this amazing carnival of the arts going on downtown in the North Grand Ramp. Um, so that's right off of Grand Ave. They like we're gonna have um, fire throwers, whatever, fire spinners, those type of things. Me and one of my good friends, Ryan Holmes, he's another local artist. We're gonna be collaborating on some chalk art um, along the parking structure. And then there's a couple of other artists that will be doing like painting, singers. I have uh, one of my friends, he's bringing his keyboard. And I mean, I don't know, like all types of any, any sort of arts related thing you can think of, dancers, they're having there tonight. So <laughs> I know a lot of um, haunted houses this year have been canceled. So they're making it a drive through of, of the arts, almost like a freak show, but you know, not, not, without the freaks, just may have artists. <laughs> Oh, you drive through the parking structure to see the art. Ah, I didn't realize that part of it. That's yeah. uh, that's super interesting. And then on November 4th, you have a show? Yeah, so November 4th uh, will be a closeout. So I've done Inktober, which I don't know if you're familiar with Inktober. Um, I am. Oh, okay. Well, awesome. So that... I decided to do it for the first time this year and then i had one of my one of my friends partner up with me and do like audio every single day that's related to the word prompts so that's been an amazing project and although 
everybody has seen the pieces as they come out each day, we wanted to have a closeout event, you know, just to do it properly. And so on the 4th, we can have our ending show. And I've invited, I think we're going to have five local performers. There's one from Detroit or two from Detroit coming. And so those are musicians. Uh, we have somebody who plays trumpet, another keyboard player, a girl who does like opera singing, but she's going to mix it with jazz. So like a good variety of people. And then also I invited four local artists to come and create for a prompt 32, which is something I made up. <laughs> and we're going to auction off their pieces at the show so that, you know, we're just trying to put money back into the arts community. And then me and my partner, we're going to give away, we're raffling off $200 to some artists that have been involved with this project with us since the beginning of October. So yeah, I just want to show love and gratitude. <laughs> So. It it was interesting to me that around the same time I started doing this show, you started, I mean, I'm, I'm 40, you're show number 42. So mm -hmm. we've done this 42 days in a row. Um, and you did, uh, well, you're 24 days in a row, right? Mm -hmm. I guess is today. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just found that interesting. What made you, what, what made that happen? Why every day like that? Well, so Inktober, technically, you're supposed to do every day. I know that some people, like, maybe they'll miss a couple days. Or I think it's really about, like, artists taking the time to really try to develop their skills and just, like, stretch their creative genius. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I just wanted to do it. It was, like, oh, it's only 31 days of just do a project. And I don't, I've never inked before, right? Like, I've drawn with pens and pencils when I was little. But I don't have, like, ink art. So I was like, well... This will be a way to experience with a new medium that isn't like taking on more than I can handle. And then we got into the project. I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm doing this every day. Like, no, great. And then it, maybe it would be easier if we were just doing the art and then, you know, at night we sell it, whatever. But then I'm like making the time lapse, I'm recording everything. Uh, every, I mean, you would think I would have a routine by now. I don't. <laughs> uh, I, uh, go ahead. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, I think it's really important that you do something like your show every damn day, right? If you want to move forward with a goal or whatever, you have to touch a piece of it every single day. Um, it's just necessary. Yeah. It, uh, well, what's something you do every damn day that uh, kind of pushes your mission forward or uh, whatever? I mean, it just kind of moves your needle forward. Uh, so outside of Inktober? <laughs> well, I know that's been the last 24 days at least. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as many things as you want. So that's one. Um, so, well, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not like an, I'm, maybe I'm not an every single day type of person. It's like I kind of have a, like a routine of how my mind works. So usually uh, I try to like work, in, even though this is my first proper campaign, I try to think of like a batch of some sort of creations that I can make together. So like behind me, I have like a couple collage pieces that I'm working on and that's my next thing to to roll out. But I kind of think about, okay, so do I want to do a show with it? Am I going to do prints of it? Kind of that sort of planning in the beginning. Um, <clears throat> also marketing it, right? Like it's a, this is actual business for me. So I have to uh -huh. like lay all of that out. Uh, but every day I do try to get outside. <laughs> um, I make my, my hot cocoa, cacao thing, hot cacao. Uh, I need that to get through my days. What else do I do? That's like normal. I take a shower every day. <laughs> so cacao's a thing, man. You're the second person I've talked to today that uh, starts their day with a cup of it or has a cup. 
Yeah. Um, no, I think it's, it's yeah. better for you. And there's like iron in it. I'll mix it with cacao and maca powder. I'll make it like a hot sauce. Mm. I don't have to feel bad about having hot chocolate. And I use coconut sugar in it. Um, something I started doing last year because I was drinking coffee every single day. And my body, like my adrenals got stressed out. Mm. <laughs> I decided we probably shouldn't do this anymore. I have a big couple bars of it, but I haven't tried it yet. I, mm -hmm. I'm going to get motivated to do it tomorrow now. I'm making yeah. that commitment. Well, we'll um, see. I don't know. You have to see how much sugar is in there because if there's not any sugar in there, you're going to be so mad. <laughs> you're going to be like, I don't know who recommended this. It's horrible. Well, I'm, I was going to put it in a cup of hot water or something like that, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. yeah. So I'll figure it out. It'll probably be, it, it'll be an acquired taste, but I drink too much coffee too. So, yeah. um, so we talked about your show tonight. We talked about your show on, um, November 4th, uh, and tickets are in, on Eventbrite and I'm going to put your, the link that you sent to me, um, into, in the comments and stuff of this video, uh, that, that, uh, and I bought my ticket. I want everyone to know you should come out to this. It looks spectacular. Um, is Sarah the opera singer? Yeah, Sarah Wallace. Oh, I love yes. her so much. She's like so sweet. You know, like so sweet you're going to have a cavity. It's just like <laughs> I just met her over the summer. And she actually bought one of the pieces. So and she said something like, oh, well, if you're going to do anything, like this was before we decided to do the show, but she kind of made a comment to me like, oh, if you're going to do anything, I would love to be involved or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, Sarah Wallace, you're going to have to perform. We have to bring her in. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, I met her the first time at a Artist Umbrella at the Loft. And then she was on the show, I don't know, last week sometime. So, she, yeah, she's uh, very sweet and yeah. very cool. Um, and I think Wyatt, too, right? Is that? Mm. Is that Pruitt? No, what's his name? Oh, uh, Pruitt. Pru Will Pruitt, Will Pruitt. Um, yeah, I know him from way, way back. I saw he's on the show too. So yeah, it's going to be a good show. People should buy a ticket and come out. And I'm wondering if I can buy that postcard at that show that you showed me oh, earlier. Sure, I like sure. that. Yeah, I'm going to want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, no, and then the other thing too. So so because of COVID, obviously, like we're going to have a limited amount for in-person but I was able yeah. to find a team out of Detroit who does live streaming. And so they're going to come and stream it. So I have like friends in Florida that came to my show last year that they're, they're going to watch from home, some friends in New York. I'm hoping that some of my overseas friends will, but they will be like in the middle of the night. So I don't know about that. <laughs> I, we probably got some Dubai friends uh, watching this one right now, or will be watching it. So oh, cool. you, you can switch to British English if you want and, Call them whatever okay, names you think. <laughs> um, so yesterday on the show, uh, I had David Smith, who's a, a an angel investor. He really wanted to talk about trying to be the best dad that he could be. And every day on the show, I asked the person from yesterday to ask the person today a question, and I'll do the same to you in a minute. Um, what David wants to know is what do you think the most significant piece of art is? And no what a question, huh? You want the answer? <laughs> it's gonna be, it's a really cheesy answer. You're not gonna be happy with it. <laughs> Me? But I I'm gonna. Mean it. Uh, so 
So I think that the most magnificent piece of art, however, however you want to put it, is literally nature itself. Um, because you get like such vibrant colors. Like if you look outside now with fall, the leaves are incredible, right? All these yellows and reds. Or you go out west and you see the mountains. Like just, I mean, you cannot get richer than than nature. <laughs> you just can't. And I love colors. I do. I do a ton of black and white stuff, but I absolutely love colors. Um, and yeah, like I don't know. I, I see nature as being an art form. I think that like you have to, as an artist, you interact with energies and all types of things. You need to do some sort of detox every once in a while. So the more in tune you are with nature, even, you know, the, the artists that do like psychedelics and all this, <laughs> like <laughs> you have to be in tune with something that like it, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm constantly amazed by it. So I went, I went, when I went to France, I saw the Mona Lisa cool like i don't know i'm not really one of those people get that's super impressed by the old masters i think the way they mix the paints amazing but um yeah i don't know i just you you said before you prefaced that with i wasn't gonna like the answer and to be honest i love the answer Aww. um it, it it so first of all we around the fledge we do a lot of things uh that are based on biomimicry so we're constantly trying to copy and ask what would nature do? And we try to follow that path first because nature's so strong and has tried so many experiments. Um, but also earlier today, I was talking to somebody about um, how the aesthetic of the fledge and trying to describe it um, as part, as a component or as a, a factor to do with our diversity. But I also think that nature is the overlay there that it's the dive, because we use biomimicry there, like biodiversity and how that makes things so much more beautiful. Um, I love your answer. So there's something about me as we get to know each other, I guess. Yeah, um, no, oh my gosh, you would have loved my, my show last year was like all these collage pieces and that was literally like the underlying um, concept behind it was like, if we all come together as a community, right, you know, you have like pieces when you do collage, you cannot mimic the same piece. I mean, maybe you can cut over the top, but it's always going to have like a little bit of a different color, a little bit of a different shape, or whatever. Um, but like there's beauty and in individuality and when you put it together like you have this amazing ecosystem that just works together right it's just fluid um it's when yeah. things start trying to be one another right like i'm not gonna be jerry norris you're not gonna be mila lynn we don't need to be right you need to be as much jerry as you can be i need to be as much mila as i can be and like that's gonna help our ecosystem does that make sense it makes a lot of sense i i think the strength is in our differences um, when we're together, our brain is bigger. Our ability to describe something is richer. Uh, just so many, so many things about diversity um, that just make so much more stronger. And it's not just zap. We're going to be diverse. It, it's it's uh, it's uh, something that you have to work on. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it, it has to do with including and accepting and all of these other things. Yeah. So um, that was I, I love that answer. I'm going to this is this video is going to have a lot of use when it comes to biomimicry and talking about that. Um, tomorrow, we've got a tech guy. Elias is on the show and uh, he has uh, theoretical tech is the name of his company. 
and you have a question for him, right? Yeah, so I mean, there's always crazy things going on, right? Like, yeah, I used to grow up like seeing these videos from Google, like the Google campus, and you see like mad cars, you know, driving themselves around. And this was like before Tesla was a thing or before I knew about Tesla. So like, I wanna know what's the next breakthrough or where does he think, think you know, maybe he's got something on the line. He's gonna be like, no, no, I can't talk about it. But <laughs> I wanna know where he thinks technology is gonna like have a main focus in the next couple of years. And so I've definitely passed that question on to him. I want to kind of come back around and ask you the same question, but I'm going to ask it. Do you want to answer for tech or do you want to answer for art? Hmm. Well, I don't know about tech. <laughs> well, let, I want to throw something out there. Um, I'm a tech guy. I'm, I have a degree in mathematics. I was a software engineer and owned and built software companies for a lot of years. Um, but I also, uh, I love the arts because it is, it is the arts that brings us the creativity and the innovation mm -hmm. that we need to really expand the art or expand tech, right? Without yeah. creation, without a dream, without a vision, you can't really understand what you're able to make. And I think that comes from the artist in us, not the mathematician in us. Right, right. So from your, from my perspective, what you might envision and not think is valid is probably more spot on than people that are wrapped up in the math part of the engineering oh, part. Yeah, right. Because we're thinking nowadays technology, like people assuming that you're talking about computers and things like mm -hmm. machines, but honestly, like the wheel was technology, right? When it was made out of wood. Yes. So technology is just like creating something new. Um, I guess if I were to mix and mingle those ideas. So this is something I actually want to do. Um, I want to start having like intimate presentations of art where like it's an entire experience. It's not just about like, hey, come look at this picture. It's cool. And it's not just about coming in like, hey, let's listen to music. It would be like, I would love to do a getaway weekends, like start doing that where we go off somewhere. And you know, the first night is going to be a night where all the people attending the show are just getting to know each other, mixing, mingling. Some people can call that networking. I like to just call that being a normal human. <laughs> and then the next day, I would like to like start the day with doing like a group meditation. I think that would be really cool just so that we can all feel like we're vibrating on the same level. And then you get into the art. You have our presentation or you have musicians, you have dancers, whomever, you know, you want to come and do your thing. And then like the Sunday would be a closeout, almost like, like a little retreat. Uh, and I think that... I have like a strong interest in, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, when people like social experiments, right? To see yeah. how people react to things. I, I love seeing that. <laughs> just like, maybe it sounds like kind of weird, but I would just love to see like, okay, two months after that or two weeks after that, like how are people's emotions affected? How is their mental health? Like what is their perception on life? You know, maybe you have somebody coming from, uh, you know, a very, uh, what's up, is it a very non-diverse, town and they come and they meet these people from all over the place and like how has their perspective changed and then they take that back and and what have they you know how have they grown from that experience or if there was like a specific goal into planning that like did those people grow in that way we wanted them to after uh coming together um well i'll tell you what i love this idea 
We have been playing with the uh, a couple of things. Experience dot the fledge is what we've been calling it, where we want to do things like that. Not exactly what, like what you just said, but like canning tomatoes or doing art or um, just uh, we've, we've been doing some stuff with uh, psychedelic experiences and wondering how we could uh, uh, fit that into some things. So I just tell you, we've been also talking about something called the transformation economy. So instead of just experiences or entertainment or, you know, going out and consuming things, people want to get emerged and transform into something else. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to hit you up again. Oops. I just lost you. Oop. You're uh, I lost your sound. Okay, let me see. Oh, we all just, we came back. We're all good now. Yeah, I'm sorry. My friend has no home training. And like I told him, like, hey, you know, I'm going into this thing. So he calls me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I'm going to hit you up again because if you're interested, I'm interested. And I got a big old place that people can go and network and uh, not network. You're right. Being a human being, creating relationships, interacting. Um, but if you're interested in that, we could reserve the weekend and you could take over the fledge and do your thing here if you wanted. So <laughs> we'll throw that out there. We don't have to make a commitment on that or put any pressure on you, but um, <laughs> we should think about that. That could be, and you should come visit us too. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. Um, I want to do a couple business things real quick. Everyone, please subscribe to the Fledges YouTube, uh, 99 Problems. Oops, it's not Friday. It's uh, Sunday, a week from a week from tomorrow at 3 p.m. Every damn day airs at every damn day at 2. And uh, 10,000 Fledges is every Tuesday at 3. And the guys from Madison are checking in on something this week. So, um yeah, we've got some more exciting news. So check out 10,000 Fledges. So Mila, yes. I love getting to know you. I love the art that I've seen. I You seem very prolific. Oh, the, you want to put a plug in for the uh, album, the cover oh, uh, okay. for that as yes. well too? Because <laughs> so, you said collage and that's a sweet collage. Thanks, thanks. Um, I have a... someone that, and he's actually out of Detroit. I'm Steady JR. He... I don't know. We never even actually met. I'm, I wrote him one time on Instagram, and then this year is when I actually met him. But over the past couple months, I've been doing pretty much all of his cover art. We have an amazing relationship, and um, I created this cover art for um, one of his songs. And he told me, like, hey, Mila, let's do limited prints, and how does that work? And I was like, well, you have a limited amount of prints, and you release them, you know, in different times. And he was like, I want to do, like, a tour. And we're gonna go here in one city, we're gonna release this many, another city, we're gonna release this many. Uh, so so that's the project that I'm working on. Um, the collage is like a woman with a Venus flytrap for her head and she has like fruits and melons around her melons, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's a sick thing. And then there's a bunch of dead flies on, on the, the grounds, right? Uh, it just, I don't know, it was, it was good. We did our, last month we did the first drop and that was an amazing experience. So, yeah, it's a it's a nice piece. I like that piece. Thanks. So, um, a lot to uh, a lot to talk about, but we got to kind of wrap it up here now. I want to say one thing. We're lucky that you came back home. 
I don't know if you got trapped here by COVID or whatever, but we're lucky to have more time of uh, Mila and to get into the mind of Mila. So thank you so very much for coming back and making Lansing, Lansing you know, a little bit more creative, a little bit more diverse, a little bit more interesting um, and a, a lot stronger in the community because um, creatives make community stronger. And strong communities don't need cops. I'm going to throw that in there. So anybody you want to tell to fuck off besides me? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not telling you to fuck off. <laughs> no, you know, I think, I think today I'm, I'm zen. I'm okay. I don't need to tell anybody to fuck off. But having a good day. It's only 2 o'clock, though, so, you know, we have time to <laughs> go downhill. <laughs> well, I hope your event tonight goes uh, just spectacular, and I can't wait to uh, see you face-to-face -face on November 4th. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm getting that date right, right? Yes, you are. November 4th. Look in the links later on for how to purchase a ticket or to watch it virtually. Um, purchase a ticket and watch it virtually because uh, Mila and her friends, their time is valuable. Right? Yes. yes. So all about and injecting so it back into, you know, if I'm going to make some money, we want to inject it back into the community. So like all the performers yeah. are being paid, everybody coming and, and participating is being paid. So. That's right. <laughs> and keep that money here. We don't need to go to the coast to buy stuff. We can buy all the stuff we need right here. Yeah. So thank you very much. I will see you soon. And again, thank you for being part of our community. Thanks, Jerry. Have a good day. You too.